Hey there, I'm Nanzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we hop into the episode, I just want to remind you to download my free guide to Facebook targeting audiences. It has been created specifically for teacher business owners, and I go through the warm, lookalike, and cold interest-based audiences that you need to have set up to be running Facebook and Instagram ads. There are checklists and brainstorming pages so that you know it. you have everything. But as an exciting special, I'm opening up some audience audit calls where you can hop onto a 15-minute Zoom call with me and you'll get my eyes on your audiences so that you can make sure not only you have all the audiences, but they truly are perfect for your business. So head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audience audit to book your free audience audit call today. Okay, now into the episode. Hello, welcome to Market Scale Grow. My name is Jenzea and this is a Saturday strategy session. So today... We are going to be talking about how to improve your messaging with five questions. And so I'm coming at this from a lens of your messaging for Facebook ads, but truly you can use this for any of your marketing, actually for all of your marketing. It will help you improve your messaging in your content, for your long form content, for your emails, for your social media, for your ads, for your Pinterest, like everywhere. And so these five essential questions are going to take your messaging up a notch. So let's get started. Question number one is who is my ideal client? I talked about this in a previous episode, all about the four personas of the ideal client. You need to know your client better than anyone else. So the four personas are the identity persona, value persona, challenge persona, and motivated persona. So basically, identity persona is capturing their attention immediately, like, hey, teacher business owners, or hey, fifth grade ELA teachers, so that instantly in your messaging, they feel like you are speaking to them. The value persona you weave throughout your messaging, you don't necessarily like call this out directly. You just add pieces of it and the vibe and the tone based on the values of your business and that your clients are going to relate to. So maybe you're a mom and you're going to talk about being busy and trying to keep track of all of your kids and how important family is. Or maybe you are speaking to teachers who don't have their t- their planning time. And so one of your values is saving time, having time with your family and getting those precious moments, right? So the values are going to be weaved throughout and you're not necessarily going to be calling those out. The challenge persona and the motivated persona are really what you're going to speak to. So the challenge persona is the 
the pain points that your customer might be feeling and the things that will quote unquote trigger them as like, ah, I'm struggling with this. This is what like I lay in bed at night trying to fall asleep and I just like circles in my head of how do I solve this problem? And then the motivated persona is your solution, how you are making their hopes and dreams come true. So that's just a quick little um, overview. If you want more, episode 84 dives in a bit deeper to the four personas so you can learn more about them. And again, you need to know your people better than they know themselves and they need to feel like, ah, this person is speaking to my soul. So do your market research. Do not skip the market research. It is so important. Okay, question number two is what problems are they facing? Now, this does come up in the challenge persona, but what I really want you to do, I want to challenge you to write out a list of all the problems that they are facing. From the little tiny problems to the huge gigantic problems. And try and see which ones your offer actually solves And then you probably aren't going to be solving every single problem, but now that you have a list of them, you can really start to think about which problems you can start solving and like how you can fill those gaps so that your offer really is meeting all of their needs. And you can see from tiny to gigantic where the whole, like where they're really struggling and what the most important pieces are for you to solve. And then those cherries on top. And once you have this list of all the possible problems that your clients or your customers are facing, you can start to create a game plan to improve your offer over time. This is absolutely not something that I'm going to say like fix it today, but you can start to like have that game plan and you can also incorporate this list of problems and your solutions into your messaging. Question number three is, how can I provide value today, this week, and this month? Providing value is going to help take your customers or your clients from where they are to where you want them to be, which is the buying position. And that is like essential, like absolutely essential. And so coming from a position of providing value, serving your clients is just so, so, so important in today's digital marketing space. We definitely went from and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but we've gone, there's been a shift where fear-based marketing was so much more popular and now people are lacking trust. They want to build relationships. They want to know that you know what you're talking about, that you provide massive value and that you're really going to be able to support them and help help them and work through the problems and that you're actually going to be able to solve these problems. And so by providing massive value every single day, every single week, every single month, you're building up your, oh, filling your bucket. At school, they always talk about like the filling your bucket. And so you're putting value in the bucket. And when you're doing like fear-based marketing or whatever, you're taking value out. So filling the bucket, that analogy is like being kind to people. You want to fill people's bucket, make them feel good about themselves. And you want to be a bucket filler, right? And so you want to be a value bucket filler in the same way where you're just like pouring in tons of value. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and she was talking about how you never know where your value is going to like come back to you. 
So you put in, you're serving, you're creating massive value, you're creating amazing content, you're creating amazing Facebook posts, and you're serving your audience. And it may come back to you how you were expecting, like the people you're serving come back and work with you. But it also could come back in a completely different way that you weren't expecting because somebody saw your post and then they recommended you and then that person recommended you. And and all of a sudden you have these people that are like third generation, not generation, but like third link away from you that you have no idea how they came to you. And it's really just like putting that value out into the world, putting that good karma, those good vibes out in the world, and then just knowing, trusting that it's going to come back to you. So how can you provide value today, this week, this month, give your audience amazing value and pour into them because it will come back to you. And it's so, so worth it. And also with that, as you're creating content, that's valuable, you start to like tune into your audience more, see what they're asking of you, see those questions that are coming up again and again, the comments that are being made. And that really helps you to to fine tune your messaging. It's really a type of market research. So in providing value, you're going to get feedback and that will improve your messaging. Okay. Question number four is thinking about Um, what are the different parts of my funnel and where are people in the buying journey? And so you need to know and really deeply understand your customer journey and how it impacts people's awareness of you, of what they want and what they need, right? And so people who have just come to find you are going to be colder. And as they warm up, as they get to know you better, as they consume more of your content. Remember, it takes upwards to like 40, 50 micro touch points. So that's like watching a couple seconds of a reel or a TikTok video or scrolling past a feed of the post, seeing that there was an email in the bo- in your inbox and opening it and like scanning through it, but not actually reading. All those are micro touch points. Now you listening to this episode and making it this far through, this is a macro touch point. Like this is a big touch point, right? But Maybe when you're looking at my Instagram, you're going to be scrolling through and you're just going to see a quote and be like, oh yeah, I remember that that podcast and you keep scrolling and those are micro touch points, right? So it takes tons of them. And as people warm up, those micro touch points become more and more and more valuable and more and more impactful because they'll start to recognize, oh, that's Shenzhen. I I recognize that like burgundy color. That's hers. That's her logo. Okay, I'm seeing Gen Z more and more and more. And so as they see you, as those micro touch points build up, as they move further through your funnel, they've consumed more of your content, they become warmer. And there's definitely a shift in the in how you speak to cold audiences versus warm audiences because those people are more like your friends and it's a more intimate relationship. So Knowing where they are in the customer journey and really looking at your customer journey and figuring out how they are going to be impacted based on that point in your customer journey. That's number four. And number five is kind of a spinoff of that, but are these people problem aware or solution aware? And this is something I've started thinking about more and more as I'm writing ad copy. Am I writing this ad copy to someone who is problem aware or solution aware. And so what that means, somebody who's problem aware uh, is looking to, knows that they have a problem. They're saying, okay, I have my students in my class who are reading below grade level. 
I need some resources that are going to help support their reading growth so that I can do guided reading groups and that I can assess them more effectively. That's my problem. I need not even necessarily like I need to find a solution to the problem, but just like I have this problem. Whereas solution aware is people who are looking and they're saying, I am looking for XYZ guided reading groups. And so um, like XYZ's program, like so a specific person's specific program for solving this specific person's specific program that solves my problem. And so in a completely different idea is someone who is thinking like, oh, a business owner, an online business owner. This is just another example because I feel like I got lost in the last one. So problem aware, I want to start a course. I don't know how to start a course. I'm thinking about it, Googling different ways to start courses, different approaches to it, different methodologies behind marketing and all of those pieces. That's your problem aware person. Their problem is they don't know how to start an online course. Whereas a solution aware person is, oh, I've heard about Amy Porterfield's digital course creators, DCA. I've heard about her program. I'm looking to buy Amy Porterfield's digital course academy. So that's the difference of like, I know I want to start a course. I don't know how I need to like look into my problem. I know that I have this problem that I don't know how to start a course versus solution aware is I want to buy Amy Amy Porterfield's DCA. And so most people especially if you're doing Facebook ads, most people are going to be problem aware. They know that they have that problem. They know that they have readers that are below grade level, then they want to be able to support them. They know they want to start a course, but they don't know how. They know that they want to run Facebook ads, but they don't know how to start, or they've had a bad experience, or the data overwhelms them. They're problem aware. They know that that's their problem. They're not necessarily looking for XYZ's guided reading group solution or Amy Porterfield's DCA or my uh, Facebook ad sprints, right? So the colder the person is to you and in your audience, and this comes back to point number four, is knowing the different parts of your funnel. The colder someone is, the less solution aware that they will be. So as people warm up, they become more and more aware of the solution that you offer. But when you're first attracting people to your funnel, they're going to be more problem aware. So your lead magnet, you're needing to be targeting people who are and speaking to people who are problem aware. They know what their problem is less so than somebody who's going to be looking for what you exactly your offer with your title, right? So I hope that that makes sense. Just as a quick recap, your five questions are number one, who is my ideal client? What are their the four personas? Question number two is what are the problems that they are facing? Listing out all those problems and trying to find solutions and how you you can help solve those problems. Question number three is how can I provide value today, this week, and this month? Question number four is um, what are the different parts of my funnel? Where are my people at and how warm are they? And then question number five is are these people problem aware or solution aware and how should I message them in that state? So I hope that these five questions are going to help you with your marketing strategy to narrow in 
get more specific and more on point with your messaging so that it resonates, whether again, it's for your long form content, your emails, your Facebook ads, your Pinterest posts, your social media. I know that these five questions are going to help you. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Saturday strategy session. I'll be back in your ear with another episode next week. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Market Scale Grow. If you're ready to build your email list and generate consistent leads on Autopilot, then we would love to partner with you. Our growth package is perfect for course creators, service providers, and coaches looking to inject their list with fresh leads so that they can amplify their amazing program and get it out to new people. This six-week package is perfect for you if you have a proven lead magnet that you're ready to turn into an established lead generation machine. To get started today, head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash work together, fill out the application and someone from my team will be in contact with you to schedule a free strategy session to ensure that it's a good fit and to get you on the path to consistent lead generation with Team JD. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to working with you.